The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show is all about saving money, building up wealth, and understanding the world today, and then dealing with retirement. Uh, the, the retirement comes up. You've got, you know, uh, uh, the average married couple has about a ninety. Uh, what is it? A fifty percent chance that that one of them lives to be ninety two, ninety three years old. So that means you you got a good chance that, that one of y'all could have thirty years uh, in retirement. I mean. 30 years is what you, less than that, you have to work and you retire. So your retirement can actually be longer than your working life, and you have to understand that, and you've got to navigate through that. And there's a number of ways to do it, and, and we're here to help you, but it, it's, it's more challenging than ever. Uh, you know, one of the first things that, uh, you know, that we, we really, the, the longevity of, 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 the, of, of the retirement is such a big deal that, that people just don't understand it. You know, when I started out in this business a long time ago, my gosh. Uh, but, you know, it really wasn't at that time. But but about 10, 10 years, 10, 15 years before that, maybe 20, but people in the 60s, you know, they, they'd retire and they'd last about 10 or 15 years and that would be it. And, you know, so they could get by with a little pension and or or just some savings, and then and that would be it, and they'd be on their way. Now we people, their their lives are so much longer that they've got a plan for retirement. Uh, it, when we start, I first started this business, a lot of the big oil companies were laying people off in their fifties, and they would they would retire in, in uh, mid early fifties. And you know, I, I don't think those people really did quite as well. If they came up with something else, they did. But otherwise, I mean, it, it, it's really better to work into your 60s because at, at 55, I mean, you're talking possibly 40 years of retirement, and it's just almost an impossibility uh, to, to come up with, with, a, with a program like that. Now, if you decide to, you know, take another job or something and, and just take life easy, that's a different deal. I mean, one thing we almost never do, people come into us and, and they said, Ted, look, we need help managing our retirement assets. Uh, you know, the, the markets are too tough for us or, or I'm tired of doing it or, or or we just don't understand the world today. Whatever reason, we come in and manage it for them. You know, uh, oftentimes, a lot of times it's like, well, you know, can I, re- can I retire? And, uh, you know, so we look through, we do a, uh, look, we don't do a super complex uh, retirement plan. I mean, we, 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 we take a look at things pretty simply and, 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 uh, and, and, and figure out where they are. Uh, one of the reasons for that is, is I don't believe you can predict the future, but that hasn't stopped everybody from trying. It, 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 and so it, 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 yet you have to have a pretty much of a, of a, uh, idiot proof, uh, retirement plan in a way because you just can't plan. I mean, who would have, if, you know, if five years ago I would have told you we're going to be dealing with eight and nine percent inflation, and and uh, no one would have believed it. Uh, you know, if, if if ten years ago we, you know, I'd have said, look, we're going to have a decade of zero uh, interest rates. No one would have believed it. So 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 the idea that 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 you can come up with this plan and uh, a financial plan and you're going to be set for retirement is, is the most absurd thing in the world. But but you've got to have some type of simple plan. You've got to have a, a program in place. You just can't make it so complex that you think you're predicting the future because you're not going to. So 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 the question comes in. You know, they come in. We we need some help here, Ted. Can you help us out? We take a look at their plan. Well, the answer is yes. You can retire now anytime you want. 
did you want to retire? And oftentimes it's, well, you know, I kind of like my job and I really don't have anything to do. You know, you know, our philosophy is, well, then continue to work. Or if, you know, I really can't stand this job, I'm sick of it. Well, find something. Look, you can retire. You can do anything you want. In that world, what would, what would you like to do? Uh, and, and look, uh, it, 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 it kind of a nod to many of my friends, golf is not, I mean, it works to some extent, but you can't go golfing for the next 30 years. Uh, and, and so, but if, if you have a job, any type of job or just something to do, I, 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 th- I think you can enjoy life a lot more. If, if it pays money, more, more all the better, because then you could, you could, you can augment your, ret- your retirement income and make it last longer. And, and, and I think you'll enjoy life. So we never encourage people to retire early unless they just really want to or they don't like their job. But oftentimes the idea that, look, I can retire anytime I want is enough for, for many people, you know, because it, it's then they're not really going to work because they have to because, you know, they kind of like the job and they sort of know that. It's kind of like the business person that can take off anytime he wants if he owns the business, but he's there working all the time. And, you know, it, 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 it's, it's a different philosophy, but, but I, I, think, I think it'll help you out. And so understand that work is part of retirement, but it's doing things you enjoy in life. And, 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 and that is one of the keys, staying active, staying healthy. Those are the big things. We talk a lot about those. And, of course, managing the money. That's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We watch out for your assets. Uh, we try to understand the world today, and I think we got a much better handle on it than most people do, quite frankly, and uh, obviously based on the performances. And, uh, and, and, and so, 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 you know, Take your time with retirement. Understand it's a long-term process. It's a journey, and, and you'll get through it. So it, it's something to think about. Uh, the you know we, uh, we have a very volatile year in the market. I mean, this is uh, this is uh, uh, you know I, I I don't I mean this has been one of the toughest years for for investing in. In decades, I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, we were very fortunate, very, very fortunate this year. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I hopefully you guys have been listening to the show uh, in, in we've been able to navigate through this thing. But it, but it, it's still been it's been a challenge. And uh, we're going to try to continue to bring stuff to you to help you out with retirement. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's Thanksgiving. We have a lot to be uh, thankful for on the Max Out Savings Show. And uh and we want to kind of try to keep that going. So, so where do we where do we go from here? Let's. I mean, what 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 happened so far this year to date? You know, it, 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 and again, it, it's 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 getting in, in, in. One of the things to, to deal with in the world today is staying out of trouble, staying out of out of potential problems uh, in, in the markets. Uh, understanding the world and reacting to it. Well, when, when, uh, uh, this year, let's take a look and see see how some of the things we did. Uh, you know, uh, 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 the the S and P five hundred year to date. Let's see where that is. Since I haven't really, I wrote it down like I should have. Just check it out. We keep pretty good track of where things are, but obviously in this case we didn't. Uh, down 16% today, and which is, you know, which is just, just, which is pretty damn poor. I mean, it, it's just, there's no other way around it. And, and it, but it wasn't that it, it was, uh, you know, the, the treasury market was down 33%. At one time it was down for long-term down 44%. Uh, NASDAQ now it's down 29%. It was in the mid thirties. This is year to date. Crypto, crypto, this was, you know, I had to listen to people tell us that, you know, no, Ted, don't go with gold. Crypto is the new gold. Goodbye to gold. Crypto is down 69% year to date. I mean, this is a disaster. It's gone from a $3 trillion market to a less than a $1 trillion market. Uh, investment grade bonds down 18%. Uh, high yield bonds down 15%. The dollar, dollar rose. The dollar was up uh, 12%. Energy stocks. You know, we've been talking about energy stocks for the last three years uh, on the Max Out Savings Show. And, uh, you know, say, look, you've got to be in energy. You want to be in energy. Uh, we, we, you know, we said don't listen to the, you know, to the global economic forum. Don't listen to the Davos crowd. Uh, this is an opportunity. I remember after the election, uh, Donald Trump lost. Exxon was yielding 8%, 8% for Exxon. And we, we said, look, 
you know, go with energy and, and, and its work. Energy's up 32%. You know, there, was, there, there were things up this year. There was a lot of things up this year. A number, well, I won't say a lot. There was a number of things. Because some things were up if you're right in, in the right things. We had some, you know, stocks in this town that did quite well in the retail sector, uh, uh, oil and gas sector. Uh, and so, so there were there were opportunities in, in this market, but it was a very tough year. If you look at it based on the the uh, the sixty forty, uh, you know, it was one of the worst uh, worst years in in decades and decades based on a standard sixty forty, which which people you know if they didn't make any adjustments, that's what they had. You know, if they were just in indexing, it was an unmitigated disaster. Uh, if, if you look it out, let me see here. Where, where is it? The uh, the the performance was just, you know, off the charts bad. So you, you've got to be able to adjust to the world and understand the world today. I mean, our, our, our thinking is, is the look. I mean, here's the question: Is what type of world are we in? And, and what we've been saying is we're in a fundamentally different world. It, 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 this is not a normal business cycle. We, we've been saying this. I mean, this is not just, oh, uh, we're going to have a, a, a boom and a bust. The Fed's going to come in and flood the system with money. Look, that's over. The Fed for the last 15, 20 years has flooded the system with money. That The world is filled with dollars. Uh, the, the, the inflation is now out of control. Uh, the, the, the world is a different place. They can't, the minute, the minute they, they start putting more money in the system, assets are going to go up again and inflation is going to explode. It's a different world. Look, we, we've had the great diamondism of globalization. God, China stepped up to the plate and said, look, we'll take all your factories. We'll take all your manufacturing. We'll take all your jobs. We're going to take all your technology and move it to China. In Washington, D.C., and our politics, yeah, great idea. This is fantastic. It was horrible for the working people in this country. They lost jobs. They lost their future. Their kids lost their future. They didn't care. They were helping the world. You know, it was a wonderful place. Uh, you know, we were taking clean factories and, and, and refineries and, 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 and shipping them to China. They got a 15%, a 15% cost savings by making the products in China because they were polluted more. But it was okay because we were helping the Chinese. Okay, and so here we are today. Okay, the world has changed. Uh, the Chinese have turned out to be hardline communists, and quite frankly, they look like pretty good ideas next to co- compared to the people at the global economic court and Klaus Schwab, who looks like a much bigger enemy than Xi Jinping ever thought we ever thought he was. But but that's another story. But so so what so what where, where are we at today? Well, these factories are going to come back. We're fed up with dealing with the Chinese. The Chinese eventually are going to do something with Taiwan. We're going to have to cut them off. And, and most companies know they've got to get their factories reshored to the United States, move to Mexico or somewhere else in the world, or at least have a partial, have part of their supply chain not in China. Look what's happening with Apple. Apple, there's riots right now in, in, in one of the big factories. In China, they're telling they're going to pay them something at the Apple factory. They're not paying them. They're under lockdown. People are rioting. They're fleeing. It's a horrible place. So, so these factories are coming back. We're reshoring to China. So, the idea that these fact that that we're just in a, in a normal economic cycle. Oh, globalization! This is so great. You know, we're all part of the world. No, this has been a you know this is all the price has all been paid for by the working people in the United States of America. I mean, there's just no other way around it. And so now the deglobalization is happening. The factories are coming back. Look, I've seen some research. It depends on the research, but it's been about 1.5% a year of GDP for the last 25 to 30 years has been lost by moving the factories to China. All of that came out of the working people in this country. You know, it was, you know, it's really good for, for, uh, Speaker of the House uh, of the of the Senate, uh, what's his name? Whose whose family runs the the shipping business? Coming uh, McConnell, whose whose Chinese family was big shippers out of China. That's a really good deal for them. For for, for working people, it's not. And so 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 the, 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 these things are shifting back. It's the, also the end of the central bank liquidity. I mean, every single time there's at least a little bit of a slowdown. If the stock market falls more than 15%, the Federal Reserve rushes in, launches big quantitative easing program, rescues Wall Street. But what does that do for working people? The answer is nothing. And so we're going to find out what are the other big trends that are happening now that are changing the world. Right after. 
The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioca is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioca will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air... We're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Wait, wait. Okay. Uh, welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Oh, good morning, Ted. Uh, yes, morning. Uh, you had mentioned about, uh, I guess, offshoring some, uh, you know, finding other locations to, to offshore, you know, uh, a lot of this industry. But really, yes. when you look at when you look even like at Mexico, all of these countries now have either become Marxist or socialist. So it just seems that that Americans are going to just have to understand that 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 really what they they probably need to do is start rebuilding their manufacturing base back home, and that, and that's not just for you know cell phones and and the like and technology it just seems like it it needs to also be for pharmaceuticals i i know puerto rico used to be a big place where a lot of drug manufacturing took place they're going to have to go back to what they what they had because uh, you know basically almost all of latin america now you can't i mean look at brazil with luna da silva he's now a new marxist in there you can't really go anywhere anymore and feel that that your your business or your your industry is safeguarded anymore. Even India, as it looks, I'm not exactly clear the relationship between India and China. But again, you know, people, it's almost like they keep trying to push this stuff offshore. And I think people have to in a, in this country have to decide whether they're either nationalist or they're or they're globalists. I mean, you know, you mentioned the World yeah, Economic yeah. Forum, and these people tend to be, I guess, being promoting globalism, but yet these same people live behind high walls around their their homes. So, you know, a nationalist tends to believe in borders and, and, you know, the culture of their country and all, and I think Americans have to start making that decision and decide what do they really want. They complain about open borders, 
Well, then that tells me that you're really not a globalist, you're a nationalist. But, you know, you know, people say they like that, but then they have these high walls around their homes. And, they, they you know, it doesn't make, it really doesn't make any sense. So I don't yeah, know no, your look, I think what we're I think we're going to have to sit there and move a lot of this stuff back to the United States. I mean, uh, we we can't depend on these other countries, and at least a certain percentage of of the of the medicines of the semiconductors of the key components need to be made in the United States, and, and that's what they're going to have to do. Uh, I think India is one of our better allies, but but even the, you know, but but the, but a lot of these other ones you just can't trust in. And so, the, so in addition, we also make the products uh, with, with, with much higher quality, less pollution, and everything else. I, I think I think there's a real scramble now. It, I think we're def, we're we're in a deglobalization world. It, and in that world, uh, Charles, what we're looking at is is the the uh, a, a world where there's going to be shortages because we can't we can't get enough product. Whereas before we could get infinite amounts of product cheap. Now now we're going to have to sit there and have shortages, which is going to be somewhat more inflationary. But but this is definitely a big trend, and this is one reason why you're not going to see a spiral. Excuse me, most likely in my mind, spiral into a big recession. We're going to go into a slowdown because they've got to move a lot of these factories back to the U.S. I mean, you can see the, you can, all around Houston, you can see the, the, the uh, warehouses going in. It, it, you know, you go to Austin, you go to Phoenix, you go to, you go to Ohio, places like that. They're putting in the semiconductor plants. In Georgia, they're putting in other types of plants. So these plants are coming in here. So, so it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to dampen the, the normal economic volatility. And so it is a different world. But, and, that, and that's what we're doing. We've got to get this, these things back here to the United States, and, uh, and, and it's a real battle. Uh, well, but, but, yeah, that's your point. Well, you know, Ted, uh, you, you know, for a lot of these jobs that tend to be, I want to say, maybe menial and all, I know there is somewhat of a, a push or a trend to try to get things automated to where, you know, we don't have to rely on, you know, poor workers to come in there and, you know, pick crops or whatever a lot of this machines can do. But the but the problem with the policy makers in this country is, and this is, really goes for any country, is, is what the what do the people then do, especially if they don't have the skill sets going forward? How are they going to survive? Because that's going to be the real answer. Well, yeah. Look, we're going to have that. I mean, look, we're going. To, we're, right now, we have a, sh- a shortage of workers in the United States. We, I mean, people can't find workers. I mean, I hear this. Con- I mean, this is one of the reasons why we're not huge in the camp if we're going into a massive recession next year where nobody can find workers. Our, look, look, this is very similar to 1999, where 1999, the, the tech bubble blew up. There was layoffs all over the place. But the this was the big fatal mistake that, that Bernanke made at the time, although I think Greenspan was actually uh, the Fed chairman, is, is, is the economy, they flooded this as money. Well, the economy didn't go off a cliff because it underneath it, it was pretty strong. And, and so, so we're going to have a slowing economy next year we're going to have slowing corporate earnings next year but 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 we're going to have slowing inflation next year and and and, and, and dropping interest rates but since we're trying to put these factories back in the u.s since we're trying to to, to build up our country, and we're trying to, to, to uh, we're, we're in much better shape than say the Europeans uh, because they're at war with Russia with with energy and stuff. We're we're in a better place, and so so what we're doing, the economy is in a transition period. It, it, the, the the old uh, the old uh, economy of 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 just of of a business cycle is is over. I mean, it's end of globalization. It's the reshoring of supply, and then it's also. It's it's the de-dollarization. Uh, look, look, the reason why we have done so well this year is is because when that, when that war started out in the Ukraine, we instantly recognized exactly what it was. We understood it was going to be even more inflationary than than the inflation we already had at the time. We were able to make adjustments. It it and and and. and and this is the problem that that war came up that is causing the de-dollarization. As soon as Joe Biden said, "Look, we're going to try to confiscate uh, the foreign exchange reserves of the Russians because they're such bad people," every other country in the world go, "Whoa, well, we can't depend on the Federal Reserve 100% anymore, or the central bank. We've got to diversify too. We need gold. We need commodities. 
we've got to spread out our foreign exchange into not just dollars, but into yuan, into Japanese yen, into euros, into, into pounds, into gold, into silver, into commodities, into oil and gas, into copper, into wheat, into commodities. And so we understood that fundamental change. And so the, the, the world of financializations where they flood the money system with money and everything, that, that is over. We're going to a, 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 a bipolar system of, of, the, of the dollar and then also the other currencies, which is likely going to be the Chinese yuan and, and other currencies as well because of what Joe Biden did because of the war in Russia. It, it was disastrous. It's inflationary. And, and it was a huge mistake. And, and, and so we were able to see through that. So this year, we're going to see other things happen. This year, for, so for next year, there's going to be other things happening. Look, I mean, we have to somehow get peace in Russia and the Ukraine. I mean, the world can't afford sky high. Look, the only people that want sky high energy prices is Klaus Schwab and the Global Economic Forum. That's why they're pushing this war. They're making the, the, the people of the world suffer so they can sit there and, and, and you know, get to their CO2 dreams. And, uh, but, but, but that's got to go away. And, and, and as it does, that's going to be inflation is going to slow down. Uh, as we start getting some of these supply chains under control, inflation is going to slow down some. Uh, the, uh, interest rates are going to fall some. Is it mean it going away permanently? No. And, and I think that's going to be the big challenge for next year. But it definitely means earnings are going to start slowing down across the board out there because a lot of people can't afford these high prices. And, and many companies have been very aggressive at raising prices and increasing. If you look at corporate margins, they've been pretty good in here. I mean, quite frankly, you know, if, if margins are going up in inflation, that means you're, you're keeping up with an inflation and you're not holding the line at all. So, so I, I think I think we're going in ending the year. With with a pretty interesting uh, a pretty interesting way uh, uh, a, a, a slowing economy uh, slowing inflation dropping interest rates. Dad, what now, something you, else. What, what are your thoughts on the 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 replacing a knowledge base with people retiring? I understand there's ten thousand people a day retiring, and these people you know have been with their companies thirty forty years, some of them even longer. I mean, there's a lot of knowledge that's that's leaving the companies, and how is that going to be replaced? Because that, to me, seems like it's going to be. I mean, look at look at what happened to Disney a week or two ago when they brought back that Iger guy or whatever his name was. They didn't even seem to have a succession plan in place. Uh, it, it just well, seems like there's well, a problem well, here with a lot of this, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. Look, I think. I mean, I think a good call. Thanks for the call. Look, I think with 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 the knowledge base, a lot of those people have worked a lot longer that are working into retirement. And I think so that the knowledge base is falling off at a slower rate than people think because of that. A lot of people are coming back working part-time. And quite frankly, a lot of corporate executives are like, hey, yeah, at first we weren't real sure about these older people, but, you know, they at least show up and and I, you know, I know where they are, and you know, the our younger workers are, you know, claiming they're working remotely, and I'm finding out they're in, you know, Bora Bora or Tahiti, you know, working, you know, for the first six hours of the day, and they're on the beach the rest of the day. So, so, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think we're we're kind of working through this in in and moving it forward. It, it it's just going to take time. I but but I do think I think you're seeing huge fundamental shifts. In the global economy, I think bringing these things back and rebuilding the United States, rebuilding the supply chains, rebuilding the factories is is, is, is going to be positive over the longer term. I mean, we're moving away from – look, over the last 20 years, it's been a financialization. The, the easiest thing to do was, was just we – you know, we just – uh, raise the price of everything. We 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 lever up debt with it, and, or we sell it off. It, and now we've got to. That, that that's not the skill set we need in the United States. We need people that can put in a factory production line. We need a, people that can run a factory production line. We don't need people that can sit there and lever up a factory or sell it to the to the Chinese. It's 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 a different world, and so that world. It's, it's going to reward different types of people. I mean, and this is why you're seeing small cap stocks doing well. Uh, this is why you're seeing, you know, commodities doing well, those those types of things. So I, I think we'll continue to see that. Uh, I think the, the, the de-dollarization uh, of the world, I mean, you know, some of the, some of the numbers, uh, uh, the amounts of, of, of supplies of, 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 of 
of copper, of wheat, of of oil and gas and things that China has managed to stockpile has been you know pretty pretty frightening compared to what we're dealing with. But eventually the Chinese are going to have to open up, and when they do next year, the the, the economy is going to pick up some more. So. So, so this is kind of what we're in right now. We're we're, we're in a, in a very a very uh, a, a very tough market. So next year it's going to be a different thing. As we said, let me just run through the numbers of of, of what we saw this year again, so we can understand where we came from. Uh, the Nasdaq was down over thirty uh, percent. The, the long term Treasury was down over forty percent. The crypto is down sixty nine percent. Investment grade bonds were down eighteen percent. Right, right now the the the, the, the high yield bonds are down fifteen percent. The S and P five hundred is down sixteen percent. Investment grade bonds are eighteen percent. Government bonds are down twenty nine percent. Chinese stocks down twenty nine percent. The Nasdaq down thirty percent. All of these these are big huge drops. So so what's going to happen next year? I think a couple things. I think I think we're going to see commodities are going to do well next year. I think gold and silver are going to do well next year. I think the dollar is going to peak. I, I, I think the long-term bonds have peaked. We, we've been talking about this show for the last number of weeks, and I think long-term bonds are 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 are, are peaking in here. We, we we took some positions for that, but uh, what 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 the difference is? What, what, this is what our thinking is on the longer-term bond. The, the, the long term, we're getting what's known as a negative yield curve, and what that simply means is the yield curve is is whatever interest rate it is, one year, two year, five year, ten, twenty years, and typically the further you go out, one year, two year, three uh, to ten to twenty years, the interest rate always goes up a little more each year. But right now, the, on the longer end, it, 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 it's it's shorter, it's negative. I mean, not negative, but it's less than than the uh, than, than the short end. Uh, right now, uh, the the uh, Fed funds is, is over four percent, and 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 it's above. And, and some of the bonds are uh, short term bonds. One year uh, uh, bond is is less. Uh, is yielding more than than the thirty year bond or the ten year bond, and what that means is is that means it's a negative yield curve, which means long rates are negative. This is not as negative as everybody thinks. What we do, we think we think the long end is going to drop off some. The longer term rates are going to drop off some, and this is going to allow it's going to push down mortgage rates. Remember, we said about two, three weeks, two weeks ago, we said, look, these interest rates can't stay at seven and a quarter percent on on mortgages because the the housing market is going to collapse. We think they're going to push down about two or three weeks ago. They're going to push down the long rates. Well, if they do that, you know, the ten year, the ten and the thirty year bond. And the mortgages go down. That lets them keep the short-term rates up more, but also stabilizing the housing market, which is what we think is going to happen. And, and so, things are kind of playing around like we did. So, uh, the, the, as I look at the long-term, now down 29 percent. It was down 44 percent. Well, that that you're starting to see that revert back more to the mean. So. So next year, some of these things are going to do better. Uh, I, I think longer-term uh, uh, bonds are going to do better next year. Uh, I, I, I think I, I still think stocks are going to be under pressure uh, in here. Uh, like I said, the, the precious metals. I think the dollar is peaking, and, and so you want to maybe look at, at some foreign foreign bonds as well. But it's it's still going to be a very volatile world because you have to understand what we're dealing with is we're dealing with a world. That that we're at war with Russia uh, in the Ukraine. Uh, we, 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 it, it, the, the Chinese appear to be appearing, preparing to do something with Taiwan, and, and and all of these are very huge unknowns out there. The the, the, the Europeans are dealing with horrific energy crisis. They're talking about people freezing over there. They can't afford food. They can't afford energy. Uh, you know, the, 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 these are really, uh, the, the Russia-Ukraine war is really the first energy wars. I mean, it was brought about, you know, they, you know, they want to stop oil and gas, and, and Russia gets 80% of their their business, of their economy from energy. And, you know, they, they, the Global Economic Forum people, they wanted to shut it down, and so they're willing to take this risk. But, 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 but it has a lot of negative effects on the world, it, 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 and, and people are suffering around the world for it. I mean, people are freezing around the world because of this type. This stuff. So, so all of these things are big changes. They're going to continue into 2023. So we're still going to see a very volatile year. I think we're going to see issues in January, and then watch out for 
Also, uh, April and May, we'll discuss that after this good break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Thank you, sir. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media. We create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Okay. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show for calling 713-339-1070. Hello. Go ahead, uh, you have a question for us. Yes. Um... Uh, my question was, first of all, I've, I've been listening for years. I love the show. I really think you're ahead of the curve, and you're teaching me a lot. I, I just don't seem to know how to sign up for the uh, report. I, I'd love to have that report. Is there, I looked. I didn't quite see a link, unless I'm, I'm missing something. Okay, yeah. That, that, I Thank you very much for that. I'll tell you what. You go to maxoutsavings.com, and, and, yeah. and then you and and on there, let me see here, Max. I'll say it. I see there it should be the report. Uh, yes. The re- and then you okay, just hit just that put button. Put in my info there. Yes, it, it will get you on the list. Oh, great! Uh, I, I really think you guys are. I'm te- I'm learning a lot from from you guys. Thank you for all of that. Uh, I had a question though. If we want to sure. invest in stock and we don't have the commodities. Uh, do you have anything that shows the correlations uh, in you know either in your report or you can direct me to so if I if I can't if I don't have the, the way to invest in corn and wheat but I want to know what are the what are the stocks that parallel? Okay, I tell you the easiest way in that case is, is that's a good question actually. The easiest way to do that is. Is to kind of is to just Google some of those type of things. So like corn, you could do something like CC. Uh, well, actually, corn. Uh, uh, Archer Daniels Midland. 
uh, th- those type of things. And, and typically, if you you know uh, grain stocks, which uh, which which stocks uh, closely correlate to the to the grains, and and you can pull it up. That's usually the best way to do it. That's typically oftentimes what we do. We do some other stuff as well, but a lot of times I'll just skip to Google and just type in some stuff. And, and of course, after done doing this for so long, I think we kind of naturally know how to do it. But that's probably your best bet. Same thing with the oils. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll, they'll bring up a certain number of things. But 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 the grains for the commodities, and then then the metals, and then the oils. Those are going to be your your big three commodities. Uh, and then when it comes to the grains, you also have things like deer and caterpillar. Uh, yeah, yeah, things like Cortiva, the the seed and fertilizer company. You, you you've got your Archer's Daniels Midland. Uh, you you've got there's there's just different ones. That would be probably the best way to do that one. Okay, I see that website, so I do appreciate that. The final question is, if I miss mm-hmm. your show uh, because I had to do something during that time, where can we hear the the re- yesterday? Like, I know you're on tomorrow morning at 7, but, I mean, let's say it's Tuesday or Wednesday. I want to uh, see if I can hear your most recent show. Uh, that, yeah, that's if you go to uh, AM1070, the answer, KNTH's website, it's go to podcast. We're in there. Yeah. Okay, and they'll play the most re- – when does it come available? Like, when is this program uh, today? Typically, um, it's going to be Tuesday. It's somewhere in there. Okay. Well, that's great. But, I really appreciate your show, and thank you for answering my question. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it for the kind words. But, but yeah, oh, that, that's welcome. kind of the key. That's kind of the key is, is, you know, there's a number of ways to participate. And, of course, the, the report is completely free. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Uh, the, the other one to play the commodities is DBA, uh, which is a that, – that, that's a grains uh, e, uh, ETF. You can also play DBA, doing business as. Uh, but but, but there's a uh, – so, so what we think is, is next year we think we're going to see the dollar is – the dollar in here is, is, is starting to peak, so we think, and, and so we'll see what happens. But but it's it, and again, really the second strongest asset class after the energies has really been the has really been the uh, has been the uh, the dollar, it, it, which is which has been which has been pretty interesting in here. Uh, a couple now we're coming in here in a couple interesting things. Uh, they're they're going to bump up the, uh, the your four hundred one k. Uh, you put away twenty two thousand five hundred starting next year, an extra uh, two thousand dollars. It plus the seventy five hundred gets you close to seventy to thirty thousand dollars for your plan. And remember, all of these your four hundred one k plans, your IRAs, you're getting a deduction. So if you 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 take that you know twenty two thousand five hundred dollars next year, you're going to get a twenty two thousand dollar five hundred dollar deduction. And so the government's going to pay you back part of what you're doing. So so this always take advantage of your four hundred one k and your different savings plans. Welcome to the Max well, House Savings you. Show. You had a question. Thank you, for Ted. I really appreciate it. I don't. I'm going to leave the line free for somebody else too. Okay. Take care. Oh, okay. Thank you. Another call Okay. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Good morning, Chad. Uh, and just like the previous caller, kudos. It's a great show. Uh, what happens? I, my question is: What happens if someone owns uh, a Chinese listed stock like Alibaba or Neo or something like that? When it gets and if it gets delisted, where does that go? How do we, how do we sell it? Uh, you know what, what happens or what will happen? Well, <laughs> we, look, we went through that a couple years back, and uh, it was it was a lot of work to get things straightened out. We ended up uh, doing doing an enormous amount of work and and talking to Washington quite a bit. Uh, to, eventually, they allowed trading. It was in China Mobile at the time. But uh, I would be real careful with the Chinese stocks. Uh, I wouldn't own anything. If you own any Chinese stocks, I'd make sure you own it in the Hong Kong market. Uh, not, not, I would not own ADRs in the United States. I would own the, the actual stocks in Hong Kong uh, because of that, where, they, where they'll still continue to trade. But, but, but it's a real issue. Right now, there's no trading on, on Russian stocks as well. So I would, I would be very careful and, and, and the real problem with the Chinese stocks right now is is the uh, is that what we're doing is is oh wait here watch it drop off Crystal because I think we're getting some feedback on this line uh, 
what uh, the 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 problem we're running into with the, with with the Chinese they can invade next week uh, into Taiwan and then that could shut down some of the markets. So I'd be very careful. But if you're going to do it, you want to own Hong Kong stocks and you want to own the foreign stocks themselves. You don't want to own ADRs, uh, you know, because the ADR, ADRs, which is American depository units, can get locked down. And so if you own a foreign stock, our, our recommendation would be own the foreign stock on the foreign exchange. It, it, it's always going to trade and you're going to have more liquidity in that case uh, because of that. That's an interesting question. Uh, so what what else? Uh, gift taxes coming up for twenty uh, for twenty twenty two. You can give away sixteen thousand dollars gift tax free. Parents can give their kids or grandkids that much money. Next year it's going to go up to seventeen thousand uh, dollars. That that'll be a, another change here. Uh, you know, so those are some big things. Uh, the, the tax rates are going up as well, which is going to be positive, and, and Social Security is going up. Uh, I believe I've got to pull those numbers as well. So, so we're, we're going to see a number of, of of these numbers change due to the high level of inflation this year, and we're going to be writing about those in the Max Out Savings Report. Something to kind of think about here. Uh, so, so what what else? Where where else do we go from here? Uh, a couple other things to look at. There was an interesting uh, report that if you had a million dollars and you took out fifty thousand uh, dollars a year, uh, but but the first two years you lost fifteen percent. You ran out of money after eighteen years. Now they did some type of Monte Carlo simulation for this. So this was if you had a million dollars in your plan, you took out fifteen thousand fifty thousand dollars a year. If there was a 15% drawdown the first two years, you ran out of money in 18 years. But if if you had the million dollars, you took out $50,000, you ran out. Uh, if you had a 15% drawdown in year 10 and 11, you still had $400,000 at the end of 18 years. Now, this is this is a really important point right here. And what this tells us is, is that when we're in markets like this and the market has a big pull down, you want to do everything you can to avoid pulling money out of your 401k, right, of, of your IRA right now. If, if you're still working, you know, you, you look, continue to work. You don't want to be pulling out money starting when it's dropped right now. Wait, wait a year and then come back in. Or if you have some funds elsewhere that you don't, or if you can make some, let's say you, you, you decide maybe you think you need a car this year. Markets pulled back. It, you know, 15%, it's quite frankly been more than that. Don't buy the car this year. Cut. Don't take as, take as little money out of your plan as possible. Because what did we just say? The big key component to how long your, your, your money lasted was when the 15% drawdown happened. If it happened at the beginning of your, of your, of your retirement plan, it was much more de- detrimental than, than 10, 11 years into your plan. And at the end, you still had $400,000. So, so we're coming in at year end, okay? So you've been look, it's been a very tough year for a lot of people here. So now you, you want to maybe, hey, let's not take as much money out of our plan. Let's keep let's keep the extra money in there, and we'll save it for another time. We'll put off buying the car or or something else. We'll wait till next year on that. Uh, so something to think about. Again, we're gonna I'm gonna repeat this numbers because I think it's pretty important. You had a million dollars in your plan. You take out fifty thousand dollars a year. The first two, either the first or second year, there was a fifteen percent drawdown. Very similar. Actually, it was worse this year, quite frankly. You run out of money in eighteen years. But if you take in your fifty thousand dollars out of your million plan, but it doesn't drop fifteen percent till ten or eleven, you, you have four hundred thousand dollars a year at the end of eighteen years. Moral of the story is when you get a drawdown early, it's very devastating to your retirement program. So this year. If you don't have to take the money out of your plan, don't do it. Now we've got we've got RMDs coming up here. Remember, it's seventy two years old, uh, so we'll be taking those out for our clients here in the next couple of weeks. We've already started taking out some of them, and uh, but just something to think about with your plan. <clears throat> Again, now's when you want to be conservative with your plans, and you want to watch things. Things things are much tougher. Uh, we're going to be writing a lot about this in the Max Out Savings Report. 
here shortly. We're going to be going over. Our, we're going to be coming up uh, uh, with a report. It's going to be look, what's our outlook for the new year. What are we expecting to happen? Uh, I, I think I think we did quite frankly. I think we did a very good job this year, uh, helping you guide through what, what's what's probably been the worst market since the 1970s. And hopefully, you know, knock on wood, we'll be able to help you out. But but you want to cons- continue to, to you know to, to hammer on the basics, conservative management. Uh, you want you want to have a defensive plan. You want to have short term money. Now, I talked a little earlier about the about the the negative yield curve. Uh, the one-year one-year uh, uh, treasury right now is four point seven six percent. The the ten-year is at four point three point seven percent, and the thirty-year is at three point seven four percent, almost one percent lower. So they, again, you can see that negative yield curve. So look, if you're really worried about things, <clears throat> concerned about the market, oh my God, I don't know what to do. You know, what did I just say? A one-year treasury four point seven six percent. You can you know you can put some money in that lock in four point seven percent in just for one year with no risk. So so there are ways. If you're in money market funds, they're yielding a lot more. They were zero a year and a half ago. Now they're they're yielding two three percent depending on the money markets. Uh, you, we were getting a lot of calls from clients with at money at banks. Look, ask ask the bank how much they're paying uh, on their deposits. Maybe go with a one year CD at the bank. The, the interest rates have materially changed from zero up to over four percent, so that should give you some opportunity. So if your bank isn't paying enough, ask them why. Ask if they can do a little bit better. I mean, so there are different ways to pick things up with a little risk. Anyway, I hope everyone has a great weekend. Coming up in the end of the show, if you need some help, go to our website maxoutsavings.com. It's maxoutsavings.com. It's Sign up for the free Max Out Savings Report. And also, you can request an appointment with me. Uh, I'd like to help you out. I'll sit down with you, and we'll go over your financial situation and show you how we manage money using our value investing approach to the stock and bond markets at Max Out Savings Advisors. We use TD Ameritrade to hold the assets, and and, uh, they're the custodian. So if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. In the intro, remember a motto in our philosophy, which is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Don't let anyone shake you from your savings program. Keep putting away that money in the 401k plans. Be conservative with it and keep sticking with the program. And just remember, save aggressively, invest conservatively. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. 